Well, some people who are listening to this radio show this morning might say, hey, it seems like it's all Halpern all the time. <laughs> we had a great conversation with Jeremy moments ago. And now as we um, uh, head to the Atid Society event, which is happening on Sunday, November the 21st, uh, to benefit the JKHA, Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, and the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School Atid Society, uh, which obviously supports the schools, uh, we get to introduce uh, half of the amazing uh, uh, chairs of the Atid Society. Batsheva and Murray Halpern are the founding chairs of the Atid Society, and Murray is with us live via telephone. Murray, an absolute pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thank you so much. Wonderful to be back. Uh, I think the last live spot we did uh, during pandemic, you came uh, earlier this year to uh, Livingston right. for a live spot. That was great, and uh, and 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 you know it's wonderful. Bachev and I are very excited for the upcoming event and to uh, to you know to again to be back live in the theater. Please God, <laughs> which is uh, after, great. <laughs> after having to pull off a live from Israel virtual event uh, a year ago. And that was a, a big focus uh, of that. And, and every dollar goes to, uh, you know, improving the product that we, you know, our children uh, are the product. Uh, the, the factory is the yeshiva and the product is the students. And, and every dollar is reinvested to uh, making a better product and environment for them. And, and with all the extra stuff of uh, keeping it extra safe during COVID, which I got to give the school all the credit. They really yep. pulled it off. They're, they're a model for how to, uh, you know, how, how to safely uh, conduct things. Yeah, it's something we discussed with Rabbi Rubin, the head of school at Kushner, uh, more than once during the pandemic, and no doubt it'll come up today. He'll join us in a couple of minutes right here at JM in the AM. Um, and we should mention, Murray, that the uh, you know a lot of school events are literally school events, which which is fine, meaning that the uh, uh, the parent body, friends of the school, etc., are invited. Uh, you've made an effort over the years, really, to make this open to the public. I mean, if there's seats available, you'll you'll take people from far and wide to come and enjoy what is always a high quality, really great theater show. Uh, and look, we, we've we've already been privileged. We've already been privy. Uh, to an amazing preview by your star, Elon Gold. You know that he made he made a uh, a, a legendary appearance on JMM. I know it's legendary because people are quoting him all the time to me in terms of some of the lines he had that morning. And it must be really gratifying for you not just to reopen and have a real theater, but have a really uh, a really cool act that uh, that you know has gotten national attention over the last couple of years. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, it's been great and working with Elon. It's been a pleasure. Uh, we're really looking forward to, to, you know, having him come in. And, you know, we we envisioned something, and we had to say, okay, in case in case uh, things get worse, you know, uh, plan B or plan C. But we're sticking right now with plan A, and uh, we've gotten uh, clearance. So first of all, thank God we have this beautiful uh, uh, theater um, named for uh, the Bernard Epstein and, and Dr. Stein of the uh, – uh, you know, my, um, in inside, in, not many schools have such a facility to have right. to go go right. somewhere for that. Here inside the building, in the school, this dedicated 500 seat theater, and which for all these years hosted this event, and last year couldn't was empty, nobody could be there, and this year we have clearance for at least half a house <laughs> to, uh, which would be about 250 people, and we've decided to do a a kind of a 
you know, the show is, you know, is a comedian, a top comedian, but a, a kind of Broadway. The concept was when you go to Broadway, uh, you, you can get uh, drinks and snacks. So we're going to have a l'chaim beforehand uh, instead of our traditional full dinner. But uh, we'll get to that next year, please, God. Uh, but uh, a safe, safe environment, a fun environment. Uh, an important environment because these are all the people who really uh, have uh, stepped up and, and donated, and, and uh, I, I'll uh, a little preview of, of what's to come uh, during the show. But that uh, uh, we are uh, well on the way to uh, meeting and exceeding uh, our uh, our budgeted goals, and 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 it's it's vital money. This money, the people who are listening who might donate, this money goes right. Through the budget, this it is called the Atid Society. With the uh, I'm adding in a tagline this year that the future starts today, right. uh, because because you know the now is the present. Present is very important, but but we have to also plan uh, for what's ahead. And uh, and the money raised uh, just goes right into the budget and uh, improves every student's uh, experience, and more students get involved. Uh, through this uh, underwriting and this funding. No question about it. A lot of families are blessed to be uh, recipients of the uh, assistance from the school and, of course, um, uh, the fact that <laughs> generous donors help meet the budget of the school keeps it going in a very, uh, um, a tr- in a tremendous fashion, one that really flourishes. Uh, Kushner Schools Atid Society event. Elon Gold is a star of your Curb Your Enthusiasm fan. Yet another reason for you to come down Sunday, November the 21st, Livingston, New Jersey, at the beautiful theater. Lauren Shapiro is the contact. She's the director of development there at Kushner. The phone number is 862-437-8192, 862-437-8192, or uh, lshapiro at jkha.org, lshapiro at jkha.org. Rabbi uh, Ellie Rubin is with us, head of school at the Kushner Schools in Livingston, New Jersey. Rabbi Rubin, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It's always a delight, and uh, thank you, Murray and Batsheva, for being such great share people of this wonderful epic event that is uh, a cultural icon of the Kushner Academy in, in particular and our Jewish community in general. And Nachum, you uh, set the standards for all cultural icons. <laughs> uh, you bring all cultural icons to life. You bring... Uh, Judaism to everyone's living room and cars. So we're very grateful to have this opportunity to be on your show this morning. Well, I appreciate that very much. You know, you know, I cherish my conversations with you, and today is no exception. Um, you know, Rabbi Rubin, I don't want to be crass. I don't want it to sound that way. But frankly, after what Murray just described, being able to meet a goal last year during COVID, being able to exceed this year's budgeting goal with the Atid Society event uh, for 2021-2022, uh, if if a if a head of school would say, just give me the money, just give me the budget, and I will provide for you excellent education and wonderful student experiences, I don't think that that's a a far stretch. I think sometimes the only thing holding back from great educators like yourself to get it done is in fact a robust budget. It must be a great feeling knowing you have this backbone of support. It is it, it, the backbone and its partnership. Uh, you know, our donor community keeps on uh, setting the high bar and inspiring us to try and do even more. And the belief that they have in us as a school and uh, our ability to keep on re-evolving and refining and enhancing our educational program as it's stated in the mission 
is exhilarating and it inspires the donor community. So it is a virtuous cycle of goodness. And uh, we're very grateful to the Halperins in general and Murray and Bacheva in particular and all of our donors uh, that see the need in the present and extend uh, their investment and their support well into the future. And so much of the success that we're seeing today literally is because of what we invested in ourselves five years ago, whether it's in capital improvements or programmatic improvements. And, and we're a big, small school. We're, not, we're, we're big enough to offer fantastic opportunities and give students resources to cultivate curiosity and find their voices, and everyone matters. Um, but we're small enough that everyone in the school has a place and has a seat at the table, and we care about each one of our students as part of the whole community and each one who is the center of the universe of somebody's family. Um, and uh, that educational philosophy permeates the experience. It's palpable from the three-year-olds all the way to honor Tom within 12 and BC calculus. Uh, we set expectations, we have standards, and we support and we give care so children can reach out of their comfort zones with a degree of concern or a degree of, uh, of, 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 uh, of reverence for learning but recognize the achievement and the self-esteem that comes along with it. Yeah, it's funny, you know, I, um, <laughs> I've i always been impressed by how you make sure to allow students to thrive in whatever area of interest they may have, especially if it might be not, not just off the beaten path, that's not a fair way of putting it, but even if it might be not a strictly classroom activity, and I've seen this up close and personal, where I've shared with you how the school has been supportive uh, I'm thinking of a specific student, and you know who I mean, but in general, the school has been so supportive of those who want to pursue you know, other areas of work in Jewish life or other areas of work in, in secular life that are you know, meaningful and, and part of either education or, uh, or what we would call extracurricular activities. And that is such an important message and such an important thing for today. By the way, I have to ask you, if in our day when we were in elementary and high school, and this is not a criticism of, of the people who supervised our schools, uh, it was a reality back then, if there was a meeting every year or every half a year about changes that needed to be made and tweaks that had to be instituted in the school and staying ahead of the curve, etc., I, I would imagine meetings and get-togethers like that have to happen a lot more often these days. With the world changing on a dime, sometimes within hours, are, are there regular encounters with your staff where you're trying to figure out how to stay ahead of the game? Constantly, Nachman. You're, you're very astute. Um, the first is to create the foundation for consistency and reliability, and that the school is a place where children feel safe and secure, and learning is robust. On top of that, we have to find opportunities for students to find their portal, their place. So when they open through that portal, they feel part of the entire school community. And the faculty is constantly refreshing our programs through the mission. I mean, this is an example. Uh, we have a great uh, you know, homeless awareness club in the high school. It gives kids really an opportunity to reach out and to appreciate their civic responsibility and to the greater community. And then we reach down to the second graders to do a to run a, a clothing drive, and to see the second grade students working hand in hand with the high school tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade students is just so exhilarating because we know we're able to transmit the culture of goodness from student to student, and uh, that type of service learning is the uh, is the actual manifestation of our commitment to Torah and mitzvot, and it doesn't have to always be 
articulated explicitly. Sometimes it's subtly articulated, and that kind of subtlety makes a big difference. But getting back to your question, um, I'm really concerned about how quickly the landscape is changing. And, uh, you know, we were ahead of the curve when it came to Israel education. We recognized that there first has to be an emotional connection to Zionism and religious Zionism and and our allegiance to Israel. And then we recognized as we evolved that that's not enough. Students need a real academic anchor understanding the Jewish history from the 1800s to the the current day. So when they get to college campus, it won't become a screaming match. It will be really substance, and they'll be able to speak in an informed way. Uh. But as of last year, now we recognize and we have to go much further than that because all of the issues that are being raised today in the general world is getting, are being percolated in the college campuses yep. and turning uh, the intersectionality of uh, the condemnation of Israel and of Jews has now reached new proportions. So as, uh, as Murray's brother said, David said to me, he's not surprised that there's anti-Semitism. He's just surprised that it took so long right. to get to the surface. Oh, so now we have, to, we have to now kind of retool and understand, all right, how do we prepare students for dealing with, on one hand, recognizing the real issues of racism in this country, but at the same time keeping our, 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 our own mission pure and untainted and not become dragged into this Kind of this this uh, this mudslinging that's going on in the country. We and, have to rise above it. And the, so that's a new evolving challenge. And the anxiety that you must have, and your staff must have, and I, I mean this seriously because, yeah, frankly, you know, there's some schools out there that you know students are on you know on one specific track in terms of what they're doing after high school and after Israel. Uh, your students, call a kavod to them, could end up on on any college campus in this country, frankly, depending on their preference. Right, depending on their preference, depending on their on their expertise, depending on what they want to pursue. And and it, Absolutely. And, and just like your own child who'd be doing that, you'd be saying to yourself, My God, I hope they're they're doing okay on that campus just with all the vitriol that's out there. Imagine you're doing this times God knows how many students as you're concerned about what's gonna happen uh, in the aftermath of, of high school in right. Israel. It's a very, right. very important point. And, and we don't spend, right. parents have to pay careful attention to this. You can't, right. you can't do this alone. Family has to play a big role in this. Absolutely. And, and I, I heard that Rabbi Meir Salvechik in the Bible 365 quoted Scalia when he spoke to Congress and said that universities are a place of knowledge. They're not a place of wisdom. Right. And uh, the values have to come from what we launch them at this point. The, even for the students who spend a year in Israel, their, their, it, their value system isn't going to be challenged. But they, the, the, as you said, kind of the vitriol and the vehemence uh, and, and the, the extremism of the constant re, redefining what's accepted in American culture and postmodernism for us is now has to become a new conversation because it's one that's not only including Israel, but it's including the very essence of Judaism. Uh, so our, our task has become expanded, and I think that you know the conversations used to be in the adult world and how to manage the adult political landscape, but now this conversation for the adult world has been drilled down very strongly right into the college world for our young adults. So uh, yeah, and I do feel that. And um, you know, but life here because th- there's a, a sense of balance and there's intellectual honesty and there's every conversation we are not afraid to get to the issues here. We have a once a week speaker that once every week this year. That was able to bring out and tease out some of the complications so students can begin engaging them here 
where it's safe and they can discuss them with intellectual honesty and with a sense of safety. And uh, look, we can't guarantee that every student will graduate with the, uh, the knowledge and the literacy and how to engage a society that's changing by the day. But I do feel confident that because we're giving them the skills, both the knowledge skills and the conversational skills, that they'll be the ones who will be able to meet this head on. How many years are you head of school at this point? Um, I'm in my 15th year here at Kushner. It's great. I'm still so privileged, Nahum. It's uh, a privilege of a lifetime to be uh, have an educational impact on on our children in, in, on one level and also to look at the school holistically and chart it and map it for the future. Oh. It's, um, it's every morning you wake up invigorated. You have uh, made the most of this experience, I can tell you that. Murray, the search committee did a good job on this one, right? <laughs> the, the best is this. This is, uh, you know, the, there's no 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 going back. It's just just the just the first fifteen years. Uh, Rabbi has at least uh, twice as many years uh, left. Right. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. We're not. We're, it's Thank a lifetime you. deal. And uh, yeah. and Lad Mayak Mosh Rim Rabbi. Uh Kushner Schools, the Atid Society event happens on Sunday, November the twenty first at the beautiful theater uh, in Livingston, New Jersey. And those of you out there who are not necessarily affiliated with the Kushner Schools, you are invited as well. I saw it up close and personal as I when I was at one of the events uh, for the Atid Society. People came from far and wide. Just because of the great entertainment about Sheva and Murray spend a lot of time to make sure to do a High class event that's going to be attractive to people, uh, and it'll and it'll you know strike a chord with people when they hear who's performing this year. It's Elon Gold made quite an impression on us a couple of weeks ago on the air, and he's re- raring to go on November the twenty first uh, for the Atid Society again. The phone number eight six two four three seven eight one nine two eight six two four three seven eight one nine two. Lauren Shapiro is the contact. L Shapiro at JKHA. Dot org. Murray, anything else you'd like to add about the big November 21st event? Well, I thank you. I'm just that we've been planning for it and uh, we're excited for it. And I really want to, uh, again, give a shout out uh, my amazing nephew, uh, Jeremy Halpern, uh, and Doug Lando, the, the co-presidents of the school, their leadership. And that Jeremy said, what a great spot for Yad Vashem. They say, well, <laughs> is he going to come on with us at 8 a.m. to promote a team? Because, well, I'm, I'm on it. You know, beforehand for Yad Vashem, so we 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 squared everything away. Everything was great, and uh, he did a great job. and And uh, and I'm I'm thrilled to be on with you and with uh, Rabbi Rubin. Uh, the leadership Thank is incredible, you, and Bachev uh, and I are really just blessed to be in this community and to to do our part to help. I think there's a spirit of I, I want to use the word that the people the lay leadership kind of competes amongst each other. How how can we help the school? And, and that's a group. A spirit the core. It's a, it's a wonderful feeling, uh, and you know that, uh, and, and to feel also that uh, that uh, you know that we've we've had some degree of success here, and uh, that uh, we're building the strong foundation for the future of the school. And, and finally, Rabbi Rubin, and uh, let, let's spend less than thirty seconds on this, but I feel it's the obligatory question. Thank God, in November of twenty twenty one. Uh, I would have to assume the way you've handled things and the way we've discussed it over the last few months, the school is operating in as normal a fashion as possible. And thank God these students are feeling the vibrancy and the freedom uh, to whatever degree it could be provided in light of the whole situation. Uh, it's such an exhilarating feeling to hear, to go, you know, yesterday I <clears throat> walked through the hallways during lunch and to see the student body engaging in all sorts of 
co-curricular chess, robotics, computers, all in every time, taking in every moment of what we always just took for granted, but now realizing that it was uh, the spirit uh, and it was the energy that gave us the fuel to keep on going. So the answer is right. Sports is back, programming back, clubs are back, and we're all just eager to continue operating with the safety protocols still in place and mitigating as much as possible, but creating a routine of regularity, which now is considered exceptional. Yeah, the rumor, um, the, I, the rumor is that even I could visit now in the building at some point. I don't know if that's true or not, but I would love to do you so. so. <laughs> We'd love to have you. In fact, I wanted to add, again, back to what Murray said, you know, sure. our community, thankfully, is growing. Um, and that's because uh, the strength of each individual community that the that that we are that orbits the school and the school is, is as part of the partnership with the community and we we're so excited to launch the Moshe Baba year at Kushner. I'm not sure if you know about that. No, it's, uh, interesting. A great opportunity to open this camp here, right on our campus. Um, beautiful wow. six acres of beautiful recreational campus and two gyms and indoor recreational places with a fantastic uh, Yochevet Orbach dining hall and using the Epstein-Stein Auditorium. So our, our school is, is continuously looking forward uh, to engage all the wonderful opportunities to support our local Jewish community and the greater Jewish community. Wow, amazing. Absolutely amazing. That, that is great news. And yeah, there's no question. Those, those who follow the trends in the Jewish world in the United States have only incredible things to say about the growth of the uh, communities around uh, the Kushner schools. No doubt about it. Uh, Rabbi Rubin, good luck today. Please, please send regards to the Thank whole you, staff Nathan. and all the students, I if you don't mind. Come, come see us, Nathan. We'd love to host you. I, I hope sooner rather than later, frankly. When I get back on Tuesday, I'm hoping to uh, contact the appropriate people and make that visit. And Murray, our best about Sheva. Good luck on the 21st. It sounds like it's a it's going to be a uh, wonderful success. And call it a vote for all you know. It'll be good to laugh a little, Nachum. <laughs> and Murray's <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Murray, laugh. thank you so much. We'll take, looking forward to seeing you. Bye, Murray. Bye, bye, bye. Everyone, have a great day. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, it's good to laugh a little. Anybody who heard my conversation with Elon Gold, I was laughing, all right. The guy's funny. Information, contact the Kushner Schools at Tit Society event November the 21st if you're anywhere near Livingston, New Jersey. Or I, I saw people from far, far away from Livingston who came uh, to one of the events I was at. Uh, make sure to uh, get in your reservations and uh, make sure they have space for you on the 21st of November. More coming up. You're listening to a uh, Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. <laughs> 